Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, folks, good to have you aboard this afternoon at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, and thank you for being with us today. The... Uh, uh, situation as regards uh, the Texas election lawsuit. Again, uh, just to go over some of the charges that have been brought forward here. This is in the Texas election lawsuit for the four states. Pennsylvania, the Secretary of State unilaterally abrogated signature verification requirements for mail-in ballots. He does not have that authority. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court changed the existing deadline for receiving mail-in ballots from 8 p.m. Election Day to three days after and adopted a presumption that non-postmarked ballots are to be considered as valid. They don't have the power to do that. Again, this is not a function of the state as a whole. It is a function of the state legislature per the U.S. Constitution. Uh, election officials in Philadelphia and Allegheny counties in Pennsylvania did not follow the state law permitting poll watchers to be present for the opening, counting, and recording of mail-in ballots. Correct. That happened. Secretary of State directed election officials to remove ballots before 7 a.m. on the day of the election in order to cure defective mail-in ballots. This was done only in Democrat-majority counties. Again, of the state law. So election officials did not segregate ballots after 8 p.m. on Election Day, which was a promise they made to the U.S. Supreme Court that for this to continue, you have to separate out the questionable ballots so we can, at a future date, uh, find them and decide whether or not, in fact, we are going to allow them. Well, they got mixed in. So now you couldn't do that if, in fact, you wanted to, which obviously they did not want to. Uh, in the state of Georgia, the Secretary of State, again, as in the case of Pennsylvania, unilaterally abrogated signature verification requirements for mail-in ballots because he felt like it, or she, whoever it was. Uh, the Secretary of State of Georgia authorized opening and processing of mail-in ballots up to three weeks before Election Day when the law prohibits that until after the polls open on Election uh, Day itself. The Secretary of State of Georgia materially weakened the security requirements for ballot rejection based on signature verification or other missing information. And uh, then to uh, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Elections Commission positioned hundreds of unmanned illegal drop boxes to collect absentee ballots. Now, the use in Wisconsin of any drop box, manned or unmanned, is prohibited by Wisconsin state law. So the Wisconsin Election Commission decided, well, we'll just ignore the law. Any alternate mail-in ballot shall be staffed 
or the executive director of the Board of Commissioners. That's a quote from the state law. Okay. Acts in contravention of the procedure specified in those provisions may not be included in the certified result of any election, according to state law. But again, that was ignored. The Wisconsin Election Commission also encouraged voters to unlawfully declare themselves indefinitely confined in order to avoid security measures like signature verification and photo ID requirements. Nearly 216,000 voters said they were indefinitely confined in the 2020 election, as many as in 2016. All of a sudden, all these people were indefinitely confined. Strict laws requiring mail-in voters to certify by signature, including the signature of an adult witness, were ignored or circumvented by election officials in Wisconsin. Again, uh, violating state laws especially bad there. And, uh, and on and on it goes. We are talking here about a circumstance where you can certainly prove that there were significant processes that should not have been allowed. Uh, Again, this is uh, the kind of thing that so far has not been persuasive in the courts. I'm only telling you what I'm seeing, and that's not a pleasant thing uh, to uh, to report. There's not been one victory yet by uh, the president's legal teams or by uh, uh, Sidney Powell, who's, uh, of course, fighting the same fight but not an official part of the team. Uh, every single decision that has been written has been a decision that uh, went against the president. Uh, time is running out. And again, as I say, can you make a case for this Texas election lawsuit? Yeah, yes, you can make such a case. But it doesn't alter the fact that it is not uh, persuasive to the courts so far. All right. Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 106 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. We've got more to come. Stay with us right here. And uh, the time now is 515. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And welcome back. Jimbo in for Bobby Mack this afternoon. Time now is uh, 5 and good to have you with us today as we look out on uh, what is uh, pretty much the last gasp effort, this effort by the Texas Attorney General and uh, uh, also the Attorney Attorneys General of uh, 17 other states to uh, try and uh, convince the Supreme Court that uh, certified uh, electors uh, presented by Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, uh, Michigan, and Wisconsin uh, not be counted at the junction uh, at the, this juncture that uh, is not going well. We are happy to have you aboard this afternoon. We turn to the uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307 and see what the texters are saying here this afternoon. Uh, let's uh, see here. Uh, Be sure to listen to the Bob McLean show on Monday. He's going to announce his replacement since he's retiring. It's some guy named Jim <laughs> that lives on Lake Hartwell. Blah blah blah. No, it isn't. Uh, uh, very good. Uh, let's see here. You'll find out who is Bobby Mack's replacement apparently on uh, on uh, on Monday, I guess. In uh, in any event. Uh, technical issues, and we are working on those uh, those technical issues at uh, this particular time. In uh, in any event, uh, at this uh, this particular juncture, uh, you see continuing, and that's what that's the legal remedies are there, and uh, and the president and his team are pursuing uh, what they can, and. Uh, so far, it has proven to be unpersuasive. Uh, that that something was uh, amiss with this uh, uh, previous election uh, seems uh, a given. How much, and uh, the extent to which uh, this was the result of fraudulent activity, that isn't clear at this juncture. Uh, and again, the uh, courts have generally not held that a state has standing in terms of what another state does as regards election. Now then, the state attorney general of Texas, of course, is putting forward the information uh, that, in fact, the states violated their own rules. Now, will that be persuasive? Will that be sufficient for the Supreme Court to get involved, a Supreme Court that obviously does not wish to get involved at the, at this uh, particular juncture? The Supreme Court has, uh, has always... Uh, uh, pussyfooted around uh, notions of uh, 
election charges like this. They prefer the political to be, stay purely in the political realm, even though they are, in fact, literally the uh, court of last resort. Uh, persuading them to the contrary is uh, a difficult thing to do. In the meantime, uh, public support for the president, always welcome. And I repeat what uh, uh, Donna had called in earlier. There is going to be a rally that is going to cover much of the tomorrow. And this uh, will be uh, a rally, not a, a, a rally per se, but a motorcade, uh, basically, in support of the president. It's going to start at 11.30 this uh, Saturday morning at Roscoe's service station on Highway 25 in Zirconia, North Carolina. It'll then proceed to Hendersonville, down Highway 25, to Traveler's Rest, uh, then to Greenville, to Easley, and to Pickens. It's estimated that this should be over within the general time frame of, uh, of 3 p.m. on Saturday. But as, uh, as Donna noted, you can, in fact, join the motorcade and bail out as uh, your personal requirements may dictate that you do. But uh, that rally, again, starts at 11.30 tomorrow morning at service station on Highway 25 in Zirconia, North Carolina. And uh, Donna gave out her number for further details. I'll relay that to you, uh, 864-607-7215, 864-607-7215. Judiciously, she's uh, graciously allowed her phone to be used in the capacity to uh, uh, try and uh, and uh, uh, make manifest public support for for the president, and uh, that's to her credit. So let's uh, let's treat her with uh, the respect that uh, that she is due. We have. Uh, Some information here regarding the election in Georgia that I think is very important that we pass along. This is uh, some of the comments that have been made regarding uh, uh, John Ossoff, one of the Democrats running for the U.S. Senate in Georgia. His deputy political director, Max Harris, during an interview, said uh, basically uh, weasel words. I can't say that, that here today... Uh, that we would favor packing the court, but it's not the official position of the party right now to aggressively pack the court. It's we're waiting and seeing how the nomination process goes, and we'll go from there. In other words, the official position of the uh, Democratic Party is uh, no court packing, but in fact, uh, they're entirely open to that, entirely open to that possibility. Uh, uh, the Deputy political director for Ossoff goes on to say, I think that privately a lot of people in the campaign share attacking the Supreme Court feeling. Also, he went on to add, I think that defund the police slogan is bad branding, as if this were some advertising campaign. It's bad branding. So he goes on to add, I think that the slogan defund the police is oversimplified and it doesn't help Democrats. Well, no, it doesn't help Democrats. It doesn't help anybody who pursues such a policy because it's a really lame idea. So uh, that, that's one way to put it. Bad branding, yet it's bad. <laughs> it's not just bad branding. It's bad thinking. Uh, so Harris, this uh, deputy political director for John Ossoff, Max Harris, goes on. Why don't we start being creative about the way we're framing these defund the police issues so the people who might not agree with us in theory can start seeing the light 
Apparently, what he's saying is that since our ideas are so lame, uh, maybe we should uh, simply simply lie where we stand. And therefore, uh, people who might not agree with us in theory uh, might think they agree with us. <laughs> there is no way that you actually uh, can work way around that. that. That is kind of thing you're hearing from John Ossoff's political director. So if you hear John Ossoff speak, you cannot believe what you hear. Uh, Ossoff, by the way, is uh, a, a person with no real real-world accomplishments. Uh, he's a vehicle for the extreme left to advance their agenda. He's been endorsed by Bernie Sanders, uh, previously engaged in business with a media company partly owned by the Chinese government, and then tried to hide that fact from the uh, people of Georgia. That's some of the things. Uh, the other uh, candidate uh, running in, in uh, Georgia, Raphael Warnock, will uh, take a look at his credentials or lack thereof in just a moment. This is Jimbo in for Bobby Mack at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, where the time now is 529. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Jimbo sitting in for Bobby Mack today here on this uh, two-week before Christmas date of uh, December the 11th. And are you ready? <laughs> yeah, are any of us really ready in the, in this particular year? 106.3 WORD is the Upstate's talk station. Also 106.3 WORD.com and uh, 101.5 FM in Anderson plus 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and uh, Seneca. We were uh, talking a bit about uh, 
John Ossoff, who is uh, the uh, person uh, running against uh, David Perdue for the uh, one of the Georgia Senate seats, uh, the other uh, individual uh, running, the other uh, Democrat slash uh, socialist, is uh, uh, Walter, uh, pardon me, Raphael Warnock, who has uh, said some pretty bizarre things. He uh, wrote a book back seven years ago, The Divided Mind of the Black Church, in which Warnock praised Marxism and castigated white capitalistic forces. This is the guy who wants to be the U.S. senator from Georgia. His uh, mentor, the late James Hal Cohn, was a rather controversial black theologian who labeled white Christians as racist automatically. If you're a white Christian, you're a racist. And white Christianity as the Antichrist, again, courtesy of the man who would like to represent Georgia in the United States Senate, Raphael Warnock. Warnock has repeatedly praised and defended Jeremiah Wright, the same who trained Barack Obama and told us that American chickens are coming to roost and was caught on video uh, saying, not God bless America, but uh, God damn America. That's the guy that Warnock likes, Jeremiah Wright. Warnock has referred to police as gangsters and thugs and bullies. And again, this is the guy who is one of the two who want to represent the state of Georgia in the Senate. I mean, they can't even find a respectable Democrat, apparently, uh, Ossoff and uh, and Warnock. And no, I I wouldn't vote for, for a more respectable Democrat either. But there are some out there who don't have this kind of baggage. I mean, these people are are losers even among Democrats. That's how bad we're talking about here. 20 minutes now before 6 o'clock at 106.3 uh, WORD. And uh, we'll check the uh, the text line out here in just a second. But uh, suffice it to say, the vote that is coming up in Georgia on January the 5th is a vote that uh, includes the very worst that the Democrats have to offer. Their best would not be good enough for my vote, but, but I mean, they, they aren't even trying for the best. They aren't even trying for the best. So uh, one can only hope that those in Georgia, in fact, are uh, sufficiently aware of just who these people are, that the the vote will go uh, in the direction of the conservatives. And again, I don't know the extent to which uh, vote fraud that existed before can affect this outcome. I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, and we are in a situation where people are facing an extreme of uh, disenchantment with the system that is supposed to work, and yet we see evidence that the system is not working. The people who are in positions of authority in this country ought to keep in mind that it matters, not just the reality of uh, election integrity, but the perception of election integrity matters also. People have to believe that, in fact, they're being heard. We agree to do a lot of things in this country based on the idea that, okay, it was fair and square. We lost. It was fair and square. If we don't believe it was fair and square, that cuts the whole system. You've got to have a system that is believable. And this one has not been believable. I hope that the powers that be understand this. Sure that they do. I'm really not. 
Checking the uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307-7307. Here's uh, some of what we're hearing today. If the Supreme Court fails to act on this, they'll make themselves irrelevant. No one will ever pay attention to their rulings again. The left already ignores SCOTUS. Well, they, they ignore them when they, they can. Often they don't have to because the Supreme Court sometimes goes along with them. Uh, again, this is, uh, is a, 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 a situation that is simply not acceptable. And I don't know uh, what it would take to restore uh, the faith in people. Incidentally, uh, there's another request here for the uh, lady who uh, is organizing the motorcade for Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, that number is 864-607-7215. Her name is uh, Donna, as I recall. 864-607-7215. And there is a rally that is to... Not, it's not a rally as such in that you show up at a place and you stay there. Uh, it is a motorcade. Uh, and the motorcade will start at 1130 in the morning at Rock Service Station on Highway 25 in Zirconia, North Carolina. It will then proceed to Hendersonville, uh, down Highway 25, to Traveler's Rest, to Greenville, to Easley, and to uh, Pickens. So it, it will cover a fair portion of the upstate. It is just to, to be visible, to show support for uh, the president. And uh, you're supposed to meet there at uh, Roscoe's service station starting at 1130 in the morning. And the rally, they estimate, will last about three hours, roughly noon uh, to 3 p.m. That's uh, that's the estimate. And again, uh, this is uh, apparently not in conjunction with uh, any particular uh, organization. It's just uh, a a young woman. She sounds like a young woman who uh, uh, wishes to uh, express support for the president and let others do the same thing. So that's what we're talking about here. And again. Uh, uh, I've referred to it as a rally. That's not technically what it is in that it will be at one location. It'll be a motorcade that will start at one location. So uh, for those who do not have, uh, let's say, noon to 3 p.m. on Saturday free, but only part of that, again, uh, you can join the motorcade if you wish, pull out when you have to pull out, and uh, go do whatever activity it is that, uh, in fact, requires your time tomorrow. But this is the kind of spontaneous activity that is uh, popping up, I think, all over the country. A lot of people are showing their support and uh, their uh, belief in the, in the president, which he deeply appreciates, and uh, which is uh, is a vital thing to do. Again, we have not had a final word on just uh, what is uh, coming out of the various uh, lawsuits that are being pursued, but. Uh, hope springs eternal as long as the effort continues, and it is continuing. This is Jimbo for uh, Bobby Mack, and this is 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Our time now is 15 minutes before 6 p.m. And minutes now before 6 o'clock at 106.3 WORD, and uh, welcome back to the uh, Bobby Mack thingamabob hereabouts. Jimbo in for Bob today two weeks before Christmas, and uh, this has not gotten a lot of coverage, but uh, in fact, the president has achieved a fourth peace agreement with Israel, this time with Morocco, effectively normalizing relations between those two countries. Uh, 
A fourth peace deal. Israel and Morocco, that follows earlier agreements with the United Arab Emirates, with Sudan, with Bahrain. And uh, again, when Jimmy Carter got a peace deal with Egypt, which was important, the Camp David Accords mattered, but he winds up with the Nobel Peace Prize. Donald Trump gets four peace deals, and he gets nothing. Nothing. It's uh, the kind of thing that needs to be on the record. And by the way, uh, this is a call that is being put forward on the Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who has, by the way, a long history of supporting Israel, to demand that the Biden administration move forward with a winning peace process rather than gazing back longingly to their failed policies of the past. No matter the outcome of various election disputes, the announcement demonstrates that Donald Trump continues to be the most consequential president of the century in terms of, if nothing else, peace in the Middle East. And uh, it'll be interesting to see the extent to which the Biden administration takes over this and claims it as their own when they had nothing to do with it. You can't imagine that uh, President Biden would, in fact, ignore what has happened here. So does he give credit to Donald Trump? Well, that would require great gagging and choking sounds. It would be almost impossible for him to do. However, it is entirely possible that uh, he'll try to claim it as his own. I'm not sure how he would do that, but I suspect that's what he's going to do as well with the, the vaccine. We've heard uh, all kinds of slanderous rhetoric from Biden and uh, the Democrats regarding Donald Trump and his handling of the COVID crisis. And yet, of course, the most sparkling single success of this entire pandemic has been the development in rapid order of a vaccine, not just a vaccine, but several vaccines. And the ones that have been tested thus far have about a 95% success rate, which is far above what most vaccines have. Far better, for example, than what your, your flu vaccine is in terms of, uh, of uh, a success rate. What does Biden do about that? I mean, there it is, like the peace deals that Biden will inherit. And the amount of sleight of hand that can make people say, oh, well, that's... That's Joe Biden's vaccine. Well, no, it's not. It's Donald Trump's vaccines, okay? Donald Trump did the circumstances, cut the red tape that allowed this to happen in a record time, allowed free enterprise to produce vaccines that apparently work extremely well. How does Joe Biden take credit for that? I suspect that he'll simply do what he has to do, which is to say, there it is, and we'll administer them. And... Uh, He'll try to, I suppose, by association, sort of claim authorship of, of all of this, just as he'll claim authorship of the peace deals in the Middle East. But he is following a number of Trumpian successes. And that's not even the end of the story. I mean, what about the economy, which was going great guns, arbitrarily uh, shut down the economy? Uh, how is Joe Biden going to ever claim credit for that economy once it gets going again. The economy that we had before the pandemic was far in excess of anything that was done by the Obama-Biden administration. Far in excess. In fact, uh, they 
telling us back during the Obama days that a 2% annual growth rate was the new ceiling. That was the new normal. Possibly have growth rate in excess of that. Why? Oh, well, that's simple. Because they want a ton of regulations and restrictions. And you can't have an economy grow much faster than that if you keep dumping on it with all kinds of OSHA and EPA and, uh, and similar regulations. And yet Donald Trump was able to get around that. He got rid of the onerous regulations, and we had a sparkling economy. We had low employment rates, particularly for minority groups, blacks, uh, Hispanics, Others, record low, lowest levels ever. Why do you think he got more votes in those communities than he had uh, in 2016? And for that matter, that uh, other Republicans have in recent years. The answer is very simple, because the president delivered. Now, someday the economy will rebound. How much, of course, will be up to Joe Biden, if in fact he is sworn in January 20th. How much? We'll see. But how does he claim credit for an economy he didn't create? How does he claim credit for his peace deals in the Middle East he didn't create? How does he claim credit for vaccines he didn't create? I'm sure there'll be some sleight of hand that will allow this, and I'm sure that uh, the mainstream media will participate in the whole activity. But it's going to be difficult. And here says Biden is a known plagiarist. Shouldn't be hard for him. He is a known plagiarist, but he's got to be more than just a known plagiarist. He's got to be a very creative plagiarist to take credit for all of these things. I mean, Joe Biden had no official position whatsoever when these vaccines were developed. None. He was a private citizen. He had no official position whatsoever when these four Israeli peace deals were brought about. None. And Joe Biden was not in any official capacity when we had the uh, economy going at a rate that we hadn't seen for decades. None. Texter's right. Biden is a known plagiarist, but this, this will be a challenge even for a known plagiarist. How do you take credit for those things? He inherits them. He inherits certainly the vaccines. He's not going to dump those. He inherits the peace deals. He's not going to dump those. We hope that someday he inherits a resurrected economy if, in fact, he is uh, elected, uh, duly uh, sworn in as president. But how does he claim the credit? Work on it, Joe. More to come. Jimbo for Bobby Mack, the time three minutes before six. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.